0: someone who goes out and speaks to organizations and tries to get them really excited and thinking differently about how we can do things. One of the questions I often get, and I think about quite a bit is how do we keep this motivation up? Like how do we, you know, this, this feeling that we have right now, how do we maintain this throughout the year? And my answer is always the same. You won't be able to maintain it. That it's reality that we get really excited when we get You know, people pump us up, have these really uh, awesome opportunities to learn from each other. But the reality is we focus so much on others motivating us, but that doesn't last. It's really about how we find discipline in ourselves. And this is not only true in education. This is true in all aspects of learning and even how we take care of ourselves. And one of the things I've really done over the past few years is really improve my health. And a lot of people can see the physical health improvements, But I tell you, it's a lot of the mental health that has improved for me tremendously. And I don't know which one serves which the other, but I feel that how I've taken care of my physical health, not only with my uh, exercise, uh, running, lifting weights, but I think most importantly for my eating, it has actually really helped with my anxiety, my depression, and they connect. And it's not like I don't have times where I don't struggle with those things still. It's not like I don't have times where I don't feel disciplined, but really kind of taking out choice in things to say like, here's what I'm going to do and not negotiating with myself, but just having a plan, checking off those moments where I do the exercise, have the certain meals, the protein goals, all of those things. And I know this is an education podcast and a lot of people are like, why is this guy talking about health and fitness? In an education podcast, but then we have this huge uh, wellness crisis, not only with kids but with um, with educators as well, all over the world, not just in North America, but honestly all over the world. I hear about it all the time, so I think it's really important that we talk about these things, kind of figure out solutions for ourselves, and that's why I invited Holly Elliott. She's someone I've connected with years ago. She's uh, currently a sixth grade teacher, and I've been. Watching her stuff on Instagram, she really inspired me. But she also shares strategies, ideas of how she can actually um, teach, take care of herself, and it it might not work for you. And to be honest, you, she tells me she wakes wakes up at three fifty a.m. That's not gonna work for me either. And that's okay. It's not about doing what Holly does, or doing what I do, or doing what some other person that you know has different parts of their lives going on. It's about finding what works for you. And having the discipline to do it, that's the key to really taking care of your health. And the thing I challenged and I talked about this um, in the podcast, and I've talked about it for years, we often say yes to others and no to ourselves. And truly, if you want to help others, you have to figure out how to say yes to yourself so we can better serve others. And so that's what we talked about in this podcast. Um, give some ideas, you know, kind of how we take care of our health, some of the things that we've learned, how we juggle and balance, you know, our work. Uh, her work obviously is an educator, mine is like, you know, consultant and speaking with groups around the world. Um, there's a lot of things that you got to kind of figure out, but ultimately it's about what works for you. And that it's not about motivation, it's about discipline. And so Holly gives some really great insights. I know you're gonna enjoy this podcast. I uh, hopefully you can learn a lot. I've learned a lot over the last few years, and I hope um I could share some of my insights with you as well, but I'll tell you, Holly's really good at this stuff. Um, So I I hope you enjoy it. Thank you and welcome back to another episode of the Innovator's Mindset Podcast. Hey everyone, this is George Kuros. Welcome back to another episode of the Innovator's Mindset Podcast. I am so blessed to have Holly Elliott from uh, Visalia, California. Uh, she is a grid six teacher there. I met her years ago. I had the privilege to speak at their district and just a wonderful district. I actually remember spending time not only with the teachers, but um, their administrators the day before. But uh, Holly also um, is a mom and she is like my fitness guru on Instagram. So I like love her stuff. And she has a beautiful mix of like really great tips on, um, you know, taking care of your health. She's, I'm going to tell you, you got like a chocolate, <laughs> you made like a chocolate bar one day and that was like amazing. So like you got healthy stuff. You also joke around there too, which I feel like I love people that take their stuff seriously, but also don't take themselves too seriously. And, uh, and, and then you kind of intersect that with all of the stuff that you do in education. So if you could just kind of, I, I just love your stuff. And I, 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 you know, I saw, I was like, I'm going to have Holly on my podcast. Cause yeah. you know, if I know I'm going to benefit from this, so I know a lot of people too, because this is something that's really important to me is like, how do you be involved with in education, but not to the point where you've given so much of yourself to others that you have nothing left for yourself. And so I think you do such a beautiful job of modeling that teaching people. So if you can just tell everyone who you are, what you do today, how you got there, great place to start.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so, my name is Holly Elliott, and I've been teaching sixth grade for 10 years. Um, I absolutely love sixth graders. They have such a great humor, and they understand my humor because, like you said, if you go to my profile, you're going to see I have a mix of health <laughs> and teaching and some comedy on there. I try to be funny. Maybe you're laughing <laughs> at me, not with me, but. Um, but yeah, so I, I like how you said you don't want to give yourself too much of yourself away to education because, you know, I'm a teacher, but I'm not defined as a teacher and, Mm. you know, something that you said that has stuck with me and that I have actually told a lot of people this too.
0: All right.
1: Yes. You were speaking on your podcast and you were talking about how, um, some people were talking to you about, we spoke about this earlier, how you were so Uh, based out of education and wanted to inspire people through education and then people found you through fitness and then they want more fitness tips. But I think in the mix, you were talking about some people are like, well, if you're all into fit or all into education, then why are you posting so much about fitness? And your rebuttal to that was, this is a human account. I'm a human. I'm a human first. And that has stuck with me. And I love that so much because I'm not defined by being a teacher. I'm not defined by being a mom. I'm, I'm a human. And these are the things that I love. And these are, you know, if, if it's helped me so much, then I want to help other people feel that same way. And I'm just a normal person.
0: <laughs> I actually, so, so of all the stuff I've learned for you, at least got one from me. I love it. That, that, yes. it, I didn't know that. So I a
1: lot of people that too,
0: yeah, that, that to me is a really important aspect of this, because I think, you know, you hear a lot of people saying like, oh, like mental health is so bad. And like, you know, in education, like we're not taking care of ourselves and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I post this stuff is try to give people some guidance. And still, like, I love my job. I love what I do. Yeah. I also love being a dad. And, you know, I love uh, working this. And I, I feel there's there's room for all of this stuff. So I think um, highlighting that, too. I was just having a, a presentation. I was talking about a superintendent um, that I've worked with. His name is Lamond Dean. He's amazing. I, I love this man. He's in Chapel Hill ISD in Texas. And uh, I actually met him and uh, I pulled up his Twitter profile in front of everybody in, in this uh, event that I was doing. And it said superintendent. First thing it said superintendent. I said, you got, I said, tell me a little bit about yourself. And he started like saying some personal stuff. I'm like, put that first, because when someone's really mad at you, and they go on Twitter to blast you, and they see superintendent, they have no problem. But when they see dad, they're like, "Oh, yeah,
1: exactly. I don't want to be that person,
0: exactly. right? I don't want to be that person because this <laughs> kid might see right." And he changed it, and he like he can see that that kind of connection. So I think that's uh, that's really powerful. So the the one the, the biggest reason I want to have you on the podcast is I just find how you are doing great stuff as an educator. And also taking care of your health. So we kind of talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, but how do you, how do you, the first one is going to be time. How do you find time for this? Right. And I I already kind of know your answer, but and maybe some people might not like your answer, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you like it, if it's true, right. If it's the Mm -hmm. truth. then so like, what do you do to ensure that you're taking care of your own? I think I don't want to just say physical health. Cause I feel that sh- short changes it too. Right. When I go on a run, I, f- my, I, my brain clears, I feel yeah. better. Like I, I can have the worst day and go on a run and it just kind of like helps me yeah. to start, it just clarifies. So, cause I don't want to just limit this to physical health, but like, how do you, I don't want to say fine time or balance time, but like, how do you make it all work together?
1: Gotta wake up at 3.50 in the morning. I'm just kidding. That's just, that's what works for me. And I know it seems a little extreme to wake up at 3.50 in the morning, but I've, it doesn't ever get easier. You just kind of get used to it. And, um, you and I were talking earlier about, you know, if you didn't get your workout done in the morning, would you do it in the afternoon? Well, I'm a very scheduled person to where I need everything to kind of work in my way. So if I wake up at 3.50 in the morning, get my workout done for the morning, I'm going to be way nicer in my day in a better headspace right. to, to, uh, you know, teach my 34, sixth graders, then after work, when I'm already burnt out, I'm tired. I need to get dinner ready. Uh, I need to pick the kids up, all that stuff. So, um, it's really just knowing that in your mind, you cannot be mentally weak. You have to have that push in there and you have to t- have to be that voice in your head and say, open your eyes and get up and go. And this is what works for you. And you be- you make a routine out of it.
0: Yeah, and like the, the the thing that I try to, when I work with groups, and um, people ask me this question, and I know you're going to appreciate this. Well, like, hey, we're all excited right now, but how do we keep this up? I'm like, you can't. Like, I know that I can get you excited and stuff like this, but if you're looking for motivation, that is very temporary. What's really important is discipline, is that you commit to something, you do this, and does someone have to get up at three fifty AM? Probably not. You know, I know you're, no. you know, but even if you got like, for me, like, so sometimes I, cause my schedule is like, you know, when I'm traveling and I have events and time zone changes and things like this, I know that I I can get 20 minutes of a sweat in, it will change the rest of my day and I will get that in rather than sleep the extra 20 minutes. And it's weird because if I sleep an extra 10, 20 minutes, I'm way more tired than if I got up that, you know, a little bit earlier and worked out for 20 minutes. Like, I don't know if you feel that too, like me sleeping in does not make me more awake.
1: My husband and I have that conversation all the time because, you know, even like you said, even if you're getting out there and you're getting in a 20 minute workout, I mean, sometimes I do not feel motivated at all. I mean, we all don't, but as soon as I get my body moving for the first 10 minutes, and my husband will tell me this too. Just get moving for 10 minutes. 10 minutes is all you need. And I'll get out there and start moving. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. I can get the rest of this done right now. But even if you're on limited time, going for a walk, walking is so underrated. Mm-hmm. Going for a walk, clearing your head, getting that movement in, whatever time of the day it works for you, it's going to just change your whole, the whole entire aspect of your day.
0: So it's actually really amazing you said that because like there's a lot about walking, improving your fitness. But, um, I think it was, uh, Brad Stolberg. there. It's a, it's a really interesting book. I can't I think it's Brad Stolberg and Steve Magnus and they talked about rest, but they said one of the, like some of the greatest thinkers uh, of all time, and they're talking like Einstein and things like this made walking an essential part of their process because they somehow clarified their, their brain. Um, I actually wrote about it in innovates of the box. Um, so there is a science between uh, like getting, you know, like how we're like, oh, we have such a great idea in the shower. There's actually brain science behind that. Uh, like, mm-hmm. as it clarifies, your thinking walking does uh, the exact same thing. I find one of the things that's really helped me. And I think you really kind of not only like describe this, but you model it. You, when you get up at 350 or 350, the morning, I don't get up that early. That's well, that's a little early. So, um, but when you get it, you just do it because you don't, and it's easier to get it done when you've taken the choice out of it. Like, and we Mm -hmm. talked about in the last podcast about planning. And when you actually like write the stuff down and you just see it as like, I have to get this done. And it's the same thing. uh, When I say like, I have certain times of the day, like I make appointments with people, I show up on time. That's very important to me. And what I've got better at over the years is when I make an appointment with myself, I also show up on time because yeah. we tend to like show up for others, but not for ourselves, And I think that mm-hmm. that's a really important aspect. So I'm like curious because of you. So you work with grade six kids. So like yeah. 11, 12 years old, maybe 13. Mm-hmm. Is that like, would there be 13? Not 13.
1: So I'm still yeah. elementary. So yeah. I'm, I'm TK through sixth grade at a elementary school and they go up to 12.
0: Okay. So, so there's no way that, that some of them have not seen your Instagram account and like seeing you and yeah. like stuff like that too and i so. i have a i have a, um, I have a very so my focus or my thing on social media is like kind of what we talked about earlier is that the importance of being human and i think it's actually i always say to people I mean, anything you say in a classroom you should be able to say it, you know you should be able to say it mm-hmm. in social media and i think it's awesome that your students are seeing you work out and exercise and take care of your health and using that as social media and like having a sense of humor and doing all that stuff. Have you ever, like, have they ever brought this up to you? Like, have they ever talked about like- This
1: year, talking? no. Last year, one of my kids did. This year, no. Um, yeah. But it's kind of low key, they know. So they'll make comments. Right. Um. And they're, and they're always like kind comments. So this is funny. So one of my girls in my class, she's all, so Miss Elliot, how much can you deadlift? And I'm like, you know I deadlift, you know? And so I kind of took that and I'm like, I'm going to model this. I'm going to do something that is involving my kids, but it's also being a good role model to them. So I said to her, I said, how much do you think I can deadlift? So we looked up like the average for like, for my age and my weight, how much could a girl my size deadlift? So we did like a beginning an intermediate and an advanced. So she gave me ranges and she was like, okay, why don't you try this? And why don't you try this and this and this? So I'm like, okay, I haven't done the challenge yet. I'm going to do it but I literally just talked to her about it last week, but she really felt connected in the situation. She's like, this is cool. My teacher's going to do some deadlifts and see what she can do because I brought it up. And then I'll share that with my class. And I have no, no problem sharing that with my class because there's nothing wrong with working out. If anything, it's encouraging them to work out because they're at such a pivotal stage where they're going to be joining sports next year. And they're going to be in the weight room and all of that. And I'd like for them to remember, Hey, my teacher who is in her mid thirties is able to get up every morning and work out. I have no excuse.
0: I like this. This is the whole, and I I feel like so vindicated for what I've been (laughs) saying for years, because we know kids look up their teachers on social media. So when you are like only showing the teacher side and then having like an account where you do your other stuff, but you don't. And you know, like I said, as long as you're, as long as you can stay in the classroom and I, like I think one of the reasons that it, yeah, I feel vindicated is because it shows how you you can build a relationship because they see you do this other yeah. stuff. Like, do you feel do you feel that it's actually and this is I don't know if like if you can measure this, but I'm sure you could tell. But like, do you feel it's actually improved learning in your classroom by them having seeing that personal connection?
1: I think any connection with a student is going to improve learn improve learning in the classroom. Definitely. But I think for, for me, and if they're looking at my Instagram, whatever they're doing, yeah. it's, it's, it's for them to see that I'm a person just like them. And for them to feel more comfortable asking me questions it may not have to be workout related, but for them to just ask me questions in general. And for us to, I told you we're, we're a leader in me school. So every morning we start our morning off with, like these little exercises that we can do. And somehow all of these questions turn into some sort of self-discipline, whether we're showing a self-discipline in the classroom, we're showing it outside, we're showing it in our eating habits, we're showing it in in exercise. So it just brings that conversation. And I want to say that this year, so I I started my workout Instagram almost two years ago this summer. So last year I had it. My kids probably didn't know too much about it. Um, and then, but this year I definitely see a difference in, this is one of my favorite classes I've ever had because they're so just calm and, and their sixth graders are going to be immature. And you'll see that on my Instagram. I like to make a lot of sarcastic jokes about that relating to middle schoolers, however you want to say it, but they're very calm for the most part and very respectful. That's what I just adore about them. They're so genuinely respectful. So I do think that has a lot to do with The culture in the class and the relationship and them seeing that i'm i'm a a person and they can ask me anything they can come to me for anything if they need to
0: you know the other the other thing too is as you're talking about this i know that i've seen your own kids you know and you're Mm -hmm. really kind of modeling what um you kind of you know like how you fit this in as a as a mom and also the positive modeling you're having for your own children doing this too i uh my kids will run circles in my driveway and in my, you know, in the main like uh, entrance area because they want to run like dad, right? And yeah. I, I want them to run a little faster than dad because dad's <laughs> slow, but still, but it's, it's like so neat they, to see. They, start, they start seeing that. So do you like, do you feel like that's really kind of helped you in your own family, like doing that too? Oh,
1: totally. Yeah, yesterday we had a whole um indoor workout we didn't have a lot of time. We had to go to Fresno, um, and so my husband was like, "Let's just work out inside." You know, Tyson's gonna be in here with us. Whatever, we'll just get a workout done inside. So after we finish our workout, we hear Tyson. He's all he's like, "Mommy, Daddy, come look at me!" And he has these handles that go to this this push up bar or this push up contraption that we have, and he has the handles, and he's laying on the mat and he's like bench pressing them, and it was the cutest thing ever. He called us in there just sh- for us to see that he was. I, he's like, "I got to work out." So he even uses that term workout and in the morning, whenever I'm done working out, be all, mommy, you're all done working out. Like he just knows that now. It's a part of his vocabulary from the age. I mean, since he was born, but now that he can talk from two and up.
0: Yeah. That, that, you know, and that is like, uh, it, it is really important that modeling for me anyways. And it, it kind of makes me think of something that I see in your account that I, I really appreciate. I, I don't feel you ever like say you need to do this or you should be doing this. You just say like, here's what I'm doing. And it's kind of like, you know, maybe you can benefit from that. I know I've benefited uh, a lot from, you know, kind of watching your account, trying to like, you know, I I do, I don't do weightlifting. I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not as into weightlifting. I'm more into running and I weightlift for improving my running, but I pick up a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff. From you, do you feel like that's like very intentional on kind of just showing your journey and just hoping people learn that's, from that?
1: Before I even started to like when I just had a personal account that was on private, that was just for me. I was right. kind of just like, oh, "This is what I'm doing in my day. I might as well just post it." And right. then people would be like, "Where'd you get that recipe? Can you share that with yeah. me? What? How, how are you able to run that much every single day?" So I got all these questions, and then I was like well, I mean, I might as well just show what I'm doing. It's what I'm doing in my everyday life anyway. So why not just maybe inspire a couple people and then they start doing it too.
0: Yeah. And it, like, and this is probably gonna be the last question I ask you. Cause I, I think this is like, we've had so many, like people I'll, I'll talk about educational leadership. I talk about innovation education and then I start talking about, um, you know, some health and wellness stuff. And, you know, never, I I never talk about like, Hey, you know, here's my research and science and all this other stuff. I'm like, Hey, here's stuff I've done. And people really connect with that. And I I, I do believe like, we're, we're talking about a mental health crisis with students. Mm -hmm. There's a mental health crisis with teachers. Let's not kid Mm -hmm. ourselves. Right. And I think, I think there's some, you know, like it's, sometimes it's passed down and, you know, like people see this and they start getting, you know, like I know when I'm around anxious people and maybe this is just me, I get more anxious, right? I can feel that as well. And that happens. Do you feel like there's a connection between this and, you know, maybe like in how we help educators and like how we do this, like how, how is this like, you know, improved you as an educator taking care of yourself this way?
1: I work, I'm very, very lucky. I work with my best friend, best friend in the whole world. And we're both sixth grade teachers. So her and I kind of do the same thing. And we hold each other accountable during the day because we're planning with each other. We're drinking the same supplements. We're having the same conversations. And then others see it. It's only two of us on our sixth grade team too. And then others see us doing it. And then the others ask questions. So I feel like my school in general, I have so many teachers who I'm really good friends with. But at the same time, a lot of teachers who are inquisitive and they're like, oh, what do you have in your cup? And then the conversation starts. Oh, wait, you wake up at three fifty every morning, you work out, how do you do it? So my school in general, even my principals walking around asking me questions on health and fitness. So we're all motivating each other, but it just kind of started with a hobby and passion that I had one day. And I'm not saying that I'm the one who started it, but I am saying that it's a part of my identity, so I'm going to talk about it a lot. And like you're saying you're kind of a product of your environment so you're around these people long enough, then they're eventually going to pick up on these habits too.
0: Yeah, so you this is like way before you and I first connected and you know I was in Visalia. I, uh, I remember actually like I had to, I had to take a, a leave because I was so mentally exhausted and overwhelmed. And, you know, you talked about your principal. I had a principal very similar, just was awesome and just incredible. And I didn't want to take the leave. There was like a, there's a, a, like a stubbornness about it. And she said, you're not, you're not okay. Like you need, just take some time and you know, you'll be fine. And we will like, we'll we'll be able to cover you. Don't worry about it. But like, you are not okay right now. And I felt, and like, when I look back at that and I actually remember writing about it, I, I, it was i had given everything in education to everyone else and then i had nothing left for me and to the point where i i just was exhausted and i couldn't do it anymore and I, I feel that sometimes like the stuff that we're talking about right now is people will listen to this. They're like, Oh, this kind of sounds selfish. I'm like, it's actually a little selfless in the sense that you better prepare yourself to like, I find I have more energy to help others when I make sure that I carve out mm-hmm. time for myself. Would you say yes. that's Do you feel that? Same oh, way? Like, 100%
1: like really- true. 100% true. You have to take care of yourself and it goes back to living that balanced life too. And sometimes in our balanced life, we have to tell people no, because yep. it's protecting our own mental health. Um, but absolutely. I agree with that.
0: So I got to do something for this, for you saying, you gotta learn to say no. (laughs) I love it because that is, that is the, the biggest weakness of many educators, including myself is Mm -hmm. you, you often say no to everyone else or you say no or yes to everyone else and then no to yourself. And Mm -hmm. then it comes back to haunt you. And then, and then we kind of get in a situation where we can't actually help anyone. So, that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast because I think this is so crucial and you know, you're doing this teaching full time having kids and you know, you're making it work and not only are you doing this, but you're inspiring people like myself to you Thank know you. keep this too. So everyone listening, uh, make sure you connect with Holly. Her Instagram connect is down below. I know that I'm going to keep, learning from you. And, uh, I know that a lot of people have benefited you. So thanks so much for being on the podcast. I really, I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. All
0: right. Thanks everyone for listening. Have a wonderful day.